Hey, Scott. Hey, Nick. Oh, what's up? Why do you look so down? I just... I can't believe Back to the Future Minute is over. Hey, it's okay, man. You got Spider-Man Minute. You got the Doctor's Companion. What more do you want? What? You want your favorite uh, scientist and little uh, little assistant? You want me to do Doc and Marty? <gasps> ah! Right? You'll get over it. You'll be fine. Oh, who the hell put this on? It's on random. For God's sake. Look, it's not that I want to keep doing Back to the Future Minute forever. I'm just trying to say that I need something a little more. I want to get out there and do interesting stuff. Podcast a little. And I'd love to be able to do it with you, but I want you to want to do it too. I agree. We should get out there, but what can we do? How about a Cornetto? A Cornetto. Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. First, we'll start with a bite of Shaun of the Dead. Then, we'll take some shots of hot fuzz. And later, we'll wrap it all up with a couple of pints at the world's end. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! The Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we take car, go to mums, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, and have a nice cold pint one minute at a time. It all blows over starting with Shaun of the Dead this October at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one teenager talking to a rat minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Toffee. We are here in Minute 71, and with us this week are our regular group of co-hosts, Mr. Chris O'Connor. Yep, yep, yep. Rachel Gatlin. Hello. And the one and only Adam Sheehan. Well, hey. I know, I don't know, I just felt like getting special for you today. <laughs> It's a special kind of day. He oh, is the only Adam Sheehan here. So we are once again all by our lonesome here, guys. We've had a, a little bit of a run now of getting back to our core four, as it mm-hmm. were. Uh, and we are back at it one last time, I believe. And then mm-hmm. we're going to have some more guests to finish out this show. We are getting so close to the end of this, and it's making me kind of sad. I know, Aww. right? I mean... It's also making me a little happy because let's let's be honest, making this show is very time consuming. <laughs> it's really nice yes. to accomplish something. I don't do yes. that often enough. I think we're actually going to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> unlike unlike some of the yes. other projects we've started and never. <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk. Let's not talk about that. Hey, they don't need are, to know. Those can be those can be picked up at any time. <laughs> any time. True. All right, well, Minute 71 here in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles starts with Splinter finishing the sentence from the previous minute, you wear his symbol upon your brow. And uh, he's talking to Danny, of course, everyone's favorite. And it ends with Shredder talking to Danny. Danny's very popular in this minute, telling him that you're hiding something as well before whipping out his gauntlets and nearly piercing his eyeballs, those permanently dilated baby blues of Danny's. <laughs> his eyes are huge. They are very huge. That kid is tripping oh serious balls. Well, all there, the time. there like, is 
there is, I don't know if it's a genetic defect, but I, I guess you could call it that, where you just have... I would definitely call Danny a genetic well, defect. <laughs> my, my co-worker has it where her pupils are just more dilated than other people, so maybe that's... Oh, now you make me feel bad. Danny maybe has. that's why they cast him, because it's like he looks so... Like innocent and like like a cartoon. Like, he's kind of like Puss in Boots, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> no, he just he just got back from lens crafters. He had to have his, <laughs> like, uh, his corneas you... <laughs> checked. You know, it's like that that meme. Like uh, you know, you, this is what your eye your eyes look like on marijuana, on yeah. cocaine, yeah. on on alcohol. And then the the last one is like some sort of a joke thing. Like the most recent one I saw was like jujitsu, and it was <laughs> tiger eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, guys. I read an article um, today that said the dogs have learned to do the puppy dog eye look yes. on purpose. Like it, it's, they, yes. they do it to get you to do things for them. Like I need a treat. And they do the puppy dog eyes and you're like, here's a treat. Whoa. It's yeah, an evolutionary it's thing that they, they're that they controlling do. us. Yes. Evil in, in psychopathic a, dogs. Yeah, they're in, controlling a, us. in a similar vein, some cats, like their cries can sound like human baby cries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it'll hit the same frequencies to wake you mm-hmm. up and get your attention terrifying yeah. what do turtles do uh have sex with crocs, crocs. Yeah. They, they, they say things like cowabunga <laughs> they, they rifle through nostalgia to make you feel good <laughs> um all right so let's get into this minute all right splinter is saying that danny's wearing the the symbol, symbol of on, your brow. on his brow and danny reaches up and feels his forehead <laughs> we finally um, get a good look at it which I always thought was a little weird that he reaches up to to touch it. Yeah, I don't know. I he guess kinda, it's not he, that weird, but it always he's just self sort of conscious. Struck me. He's like, "What do you mean this this band on my head with this symbol?" It's, it's kind of like like uh, you know if some just naive little twit were to be told, "Ah, uh, yes, Adolf Hitler, you wear his symbol on your arm," and <laughs> he would be like touching it, like what? <laughs> that's what the swastika is. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, I mean, no, that, this, uh, this doesn't belong to Hitler. This this belongs to... Uh, <laughs> this means lo- that I get to come play ping pong whenever I want. <laughs> I, I, I like that he's like, oh, man, so the bad guy in your story is the bad guy in my story? Whoa. Suddenly, oh, suddenly he seems so much worse to me now. It's all coming <laughs> together now. Yeah, no. it is kind of uh, uh, a, a moment of revelation that all the crappy things he's been doing this whole movie... You mean I'm been the bad guy? Hurting like the only people that he cares about now. Oh God, that's kind of like you know the uh, what is it Mitchell and Webb like the the little skit comedy from England thing where they're like Nazi troopers and they're like, are we the baddies? Like our symbol <laughs> is a skull. You know, it's like everybody and and. And I finally get a good look at the symbol on his headband, and I, I had thought that it was like um, uh, the the sort of um, ninja symbol, like uh, an edge over a heart. Uh, I mean, a, a blade over a heart, denoting like uh, hiding and patience and and um, uh, indomitable spirit or something. I can't remember like the various translations, but it's actually um, the symbol for oni or demon, monster, Ooh. troll, ogre. It's like literally the symbol for bad monster. <laughs> so it just literally says Oni on his forehead. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's like, we are the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. We're the trolls. We're the you bad guys. fear Oni. <laughs> that's like, like if society really were to collapse and you're going to like build your own sort of like kingdom and you choose as your symbol, like the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> like we're the bad guys guys that's how we're gonna win we're gonna tell everyone we're the bad guys 
It, it, it might yeah, as well why, just be this, the Cobra think... symbol. It's like, we're, we're in Cobra. Yeah. It's Cobra. Why do we think Shredder <laughs> chose that particular symbol? Or did Shredder choose it? Did it come along before him? Like, I, I don't know. I don't Is think, it meant I to don't be like think an he in joke I, about the turtles themselves? I, th- I, I mean, you know, this is just one of those things that probably happens when a bunch of white dudes write a story about ninjas. <laughs> right. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I don't think Shredder chose this. I think some like costume designer in Burbank was well, the one that made I this mean, decision. Duh, but I was wondering. <laughs> but in universe, in universe, I think <sighs> I think this is not the original symbol of um, like the Foot Clan. I think this is like 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 Shred, uh, Splinter says. It's the symbol. It's a Rokusaki symbol, and it's like Rokusaki was such a, a no good little little jerk face, you know, um, going across the the ocean to kill the the woman he claimed to love and her husband um that you know as his symbol Allegedly. he chose to call he called him it's basically like like uh some guy in a in a, in a punk band who's like i'm satan <laughs> yeah and then you know I love he that band. like kills his girlfriend i am satan <laughs> there was yes. a there was an independent uh publishing company a uh, comic book publishing company called Oni Press. I was just looking them yeah. up. Uh, yeah. They weren't founded until 1997, that, so that wasn't really yeah. a, a shout to them. No. Uh, um, moving along. So now we've discovered what that means, and Danny makes some stupid faces. We are now cutting to <laughs> see three more of our... stupid faces. Three more of our friends playing what I can assume is a game of poker while swigging some Mountain Dew and some Pepsi and... Ah, those old-school Pepsi cans. I love those. While smoking some cigarettes... Hanging out with their f- They'll smoke cigarettes, but they will not get drunk. No, I think that is a beer. Gloves. That might be a beer. <gasps> no. no that's Cut totally off jean shorts, aviators. and Is that dude dressed up as just like Bruce Springsteen on the left? <laughs> <laughs> like young. Anyway, um, I don't know if these are any of the kids that we named earlier. Well, probably. Probably. The one thing that caught my eye here about 13 seconds into this minute is the hula hoops. Yeah. The pair of hula hoops in the background. I want to know who walked down the steps to the foot layer and Sam Rockwell went, anything you want to do, do it. And one kid was like, I freaking hula hoops. I want to do hula hoops. You got hula I mean, hoops? I mean, they probably and give, Sam Rockwell's like, we got hula hoops. They probably give them to the Regular girls. or LEDs. Like they say, hey, girls, why don't you hula hoop for us? Uh, they probably would. They'd be like, hey, Tiff, here's your hula hoop. Yeah. If you've ever been to an outdoor music festival, you've seen hula hoops. But was that a thing that was hoops. like like had hula hoops had a resurgence in 1990? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember them when I was in elementary school, big time. Mm. Hula hoops. Came, it was like right before skip skip it and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I remember jump rope for heart. I remember yeah, jumping rope too. a lot. But I don't remember hula hoops. But yeah, yeah no, I definitely music festivals. There's always that stone girl with the Indian headdress with like two hula hoops. <laughs> oh, she's terrible. <laughs> she asks you what your sign. She is. can be pretty good. Or what your burner? Oh, so, yeah, so pretty good. <laughs> you know what's your burner Do tell. name? No, I'm not. I'm not going to tell. <laughs> that's a, Save that it is, for a weekend edition. That's in, that's in my past. Uh, um, my raving, fire dancing, spinning past. <laughs> You have a you have a rich history, don't you, Chris? You know, Adam gets on this show book. and he's like, "Oh, I blew up a TV and I used to shoot snowmen with M16s and I <laughs> lit things on fire." And Chris is like, "I'm not going to tell you about a party I went to once." <laughs> right? Dude, somebody else not has fair, to open up on this show. Man. Secrets don't make friends. 
I tell you people uh, a lot about me. This is weird. Maybe that could be the theme for season two when we watch Secret oh. of the Ooze. We can all divulge secrets mm, of our secrets. of our emotional ooze. <laughs> oh, that was lame. Moving uh, on. Yeah, yeah, so Casey well, Jones okay. pops his head up yeah. in the background, like peering in on this, peering in on this uh, 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 game of poker, <laughs> and. Uh, this next little bit here is so Looney Tunes. I love it. We see yeah, some foot is. soldiers walking by, and Casey ducks down behind the boxes, and uh, uh, the foot soldiers continue to walk by, and one of them gets yanked down <laughs> off screen behind a pile like a of boxes. Boom. Both feet uh, come off the ground. And Casey has changed so fast. Yeah. He, yeah. You, really you fast. hear some pummeling, and then Casey stands up, and he's in costume. And we in know exactly possibly what happened. Possibly fast. There is no doubt. In anyone's mind, that Casey Jones just beat up and then switched clothes with this guy. So there, what? there is a naked foot he didn't, soldier he didn't behind the boxes. Switch clothes. He didn't. He didn't bother to dress the foot guy no, in his clothes. Yes, yeah, you're the, correct. The the foot guy's wearing polka dot boxers. Okay, that, that's, that's right. Or with hearts on them. <laughs> yeah, right. hearts on them. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, and he's I, sleeping, I have a and there's like Z's well, coming out I, from his head. Have you ever noticed that whitey tighties have become the new uh, polka dot boxers? Like anytime. In pop culture, we joke, want to humiliate yeah. someone in their underwear. It's always yeah, white tighties. Uh, if if you go to see the Briefs. movie It, there is a long sequence where all the boys go swimming and they're just in tidy whiteies. Yeah, and it, it was. It's yeah, very unsettling were, to see. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't wear disturbing. boxers until the nineties. Yeah, uh, I I I wear boxer briefs. So yeah. there's yeah. my secret for the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but How my, about you, Rachel? What kind of men's underwear do you wear? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. That was weird. <laughs> you took it to a weird, weird place. I was trying to get Got then... a little awkward yeah. for a second. No, guys, where did you first... What What does this remind you of? Like, for me, I say Looney Tunes. What does it make you guys think of? Like, what old-timey cartoon or whatever does this bit remind you of? Oh, man, just hmm. pick one. I yeah. mean, it was, it was such an overused trope. But Bugs Bunny... Is, like, you could... Bugs Bunny almost more than anybody. It it kind of makes me think of Blazing Saddles. Yeah, was okay. that a joke in All Blazing right. Saddles? The switching clothes bit. Yeah, the the clanners. They 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 yeah. they, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they they pulled yeah. the the guys from the clan over. Well, they do it and... in History of the World, also, don't they? Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and in uh, in Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Do, do they also do it in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights? Isn't there a bit yeah. where they like? Uh, yeah, they dress up. <laughs> yeah, they dress up like I think ladies. So. Mel Brooks loves that bit. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> that's a that's a Mel Brooks um, thing, I guess. We can... class- in, I wonder if it happened in Dracula Dead and loving it. It's like that scene in Mulan where the the soldiers steal the concubine's clothes. Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's it's just all. And over they the bother place. to and get I, their makeup on point. <laughs> we. I just love that the audience is so. Uh, uh, acclimatized to that or acclimated or whatever the hell the word They're just like oh is. yeah this is perfectly believable yeah it's just we automatically believe he does there's like, a couple it's of a, moments it's a two second costume change also yeah, i mean a, casey is just wearing sweatpants so that's not hard for casey right yeah. <laughs> well if true the, but he's if, got that giant cod if piece. the outfit <laughs> was like a little baggier maybe he could have like just thrown it on but it's like it's pants and a shirt and like, you know, he's got like wristbands and like the, the toad socks and it's just, no, yeah, it, it was should, awfully fast. The only way, the only way I believe he can change this quickly is if it turns out we've been wrong this entire time about uh, Casey Jones's previous vocation. I think, I think the only way you can explain his ability to costume change this quickly is that he was trying to make it on Broadway, and this is like the one thing he was good at. <laughs> He's a p- particularly he adept was, at the quick change. He was really good at costume change. He Usually, constantly, though, that's it. When, when you're 
doing a costume change like that. You have people that are undressing you and helping you. That's true. That's well, see, that's true. the thing. He might not have been a great actor, but he was good at this. He was good at changing clothes. He brought okay. his quick change crew with him to the foot layer. <laughs> Every play he was ever in, he played like 10 characters. Yeah. It's a, a one-man show. It's called Just Casey. Yeah. <laughs> he was everyone in Our Town. Just off, everybody. Off, 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 off Broadway. Or, or a one-man uh, show of Death of a Salesman. That wouldn't be too hard. Yeah, I guess not. He's going to do uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross by himself. He's going to do uh, Cats. He's all 12 angry men. He's just doing a one-man show about Jose Canseco. <laughs> Can you imagine a one-man... And he plays all nine men on the baseball field at once. Can you imagine a one-man show of Cats? Ugh. That would be insane. I can now, but thanks a lot, Rachel. Now I'm imagining that. God. I tried to think of something with a lot of people and a lot of costumes, and Cats was the first thing that popped Cats in my Cats is mind. definitely one of them. <laughs> Um, I had something I was going to try to say. I have no recollection what it was. Something about how uh, uh, we were so familiar with this that they just did it, and there's no second guess. But they do they do throw a little bit of something in there just so we make sure, and it's this little fist pump mm-hmm. that is <laughs> so totally out of character for foot actor. Now, let's talk about how they filmed this scene, right? So – we see the foot soldier go down, right? And we never see Casey Jones. Am I correct? No, we don't. Like, in that shot, we don't see. We see a hand, and that's it, right? Yeah. So it's obviously just the same guy in the foot soldier costume standing up again, right? Going down and coming yeah. back up. It's got to be. That would make sense. I never I'm noticed that joke this before. Quickly. So the guy that goes down – oh, no, it's not because the guy that goes down isn't wearing gloves. The foot soldier that stands up has fingerless gloves on. So there must be... His gloves. His gloves. Yeah. I I guess it was probably Elias Cotiers or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably hiding down there with the foot gear already on. (laughs) I would have been much happier had it been just some random foot extra standing back up and doing the fist pump and acting like Casey. (laughs) That would have been so much funnier. Um but at the same time, we also get this great song in the soundtrack, right? Mm-hmm. We do. Uh, oh, hang on. Wait. Before we get to the song, there's one last thing I wanted to mention. Sorry. Uh, we see a box of bazooka gum that mm-hmm. has flavors listed for original cherry and grape, to which I say there were other flavors of bazooka gum. Yes. I thought they all were just chalk flavored. Yes. According to Wikipedia, in addition to original, Tops, the company that made bazooka gel, eventually included the flavors strawberry shake, cherry berry, Watermelon Whirl and Grape Rage. Bazooka Gum also grape makes rage. makes a sugar-free flavor such as a ri- sugar-free flavor such as original and a flavor blast variety claimed to have a longer-lasting, more intense taste. It lasts 30 so seconds it's longer. It's also it's called soft bazooka. Ugh. Because we all know that bazooka gum is basically chewing chalk-covered rocks. Yeah, right? and when it when it dries, like when you take it out and throw it away, it becomes like a concrete type substance yeah um yeah i actually i have a weird direct affiliation with bazooka and the turtles um i think i mentioned this once before that i used to buy the archie comics at this dollar store near yes. my house i would yeah. also get a giant box of bazooka 
and then like eat all of the bazooka on my way home. And then usually I would Ugh. take out this giant wad of bazooka gum and and put it on something, and then it would stay there forever. There's this stop For sign. Hundred years. Yeah, there's a stop sign around here that I'm pretty sure still has a giant slab of bazooka. It won't on be it. digested for seven years. <laughs> but yeah, you could like build houses but shoot up bazooka. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And the All worst, right, anyway, the worst is if you like uh, you found a piece that was like a year or two old, and you go to bite on it, and it's like you'll break your teeth. Yeah. Oh, Rachel. So I thought you meant you find a piece like out no, on no, the no, sidewalk no. somewhere. No, no, no. Like or if, attached to a stop sign, <laughs> no. and you try to bite it. We, we can make it like, What are you doing? No, no. Like Why would if, you do if, that? If you find a bag of Halloween candy, you're like, oh, there's bazooka gum in here, and you, you know. That's yeah. that's well, where I was going. You're going to lose then. teeth. Yes. is what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So technotronic. You got to soften that it wheel. in water first. So it's not actually technotronic. It's um, oh, it's okay. My apologies. It's high tech three featuring Yakid K from Technotronic. Now the video for this mistake. song is kind of awesome. It's a the most early '90s thing in the world because like everyone's wearing neon or late '80s neon nylon thing going on. But uh, they're actually in the theater watching the movie, and Yakid K gets up on stage and starts performing in front of the movie, like with the, the which is just incredibly rude when you think about it. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, like whatever she sang in the movie, who cares? Let her do whatever she wants. But then, then like guys in screen accurate. Um, I mean, it's the actual gear. foot soldiers. Yeah, it's the foot soldiers. Is what happens? Okay, of course, the actual foot it's, soldiers. It's from the, the real movie. life foot soldiers break into the theater. They break into the theater. I guess they want to shut it down. And then, uh, yeah. Well, the best part is they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to let you eat your popcorn," and they're smashing people's snacks out of their hands. They're not like, being ninja; <laughs> they're just being like bullies. Yeah. They're just being ushers. They're like, "This is outside it, food." It's like the Shogun of Harlem's gang in in uh, the Last Dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, um, they're literally showing up to the movie and just being like, "We own this town." And he, was yes. he eating the popcorn with chopsticks in that scene? Yes, yes, yes he was. Sorry. He was wearing the coolie hat, and he was just like eating the popcorn. Bruce Leroy, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Ah, oh, that movie. Uh, but anyway, the video for Techno uh, uh, High Tech Three and Ya Kid K. Yeah, so so then then uh, two guys in the actual turtle costumes come out and do a bunch of like there's a bunch of just original stuff with the actual foot soldiers and turtles costumes, which I think is pretty great. But it's but it's only Leonardo and Michelangelo, right? Yeah. I guess you know they could only they could only the afford two. to rent two turtle costumes for this video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from the movie of the turtle. Like, listen, you do a music video for a song that's in the movie that you're like. You'd think they'd throw you a bone and, like, go all out on you, but it is very clear that they're just like, nah, we're not really comfortable Maybe loaning you anything. Maybe the other two were doing something else. <laughs> or by the end of the movie, those were the only two that were still in good condition. <laughs> it's still oh, together. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, gross. We're not caked in sweat. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, they did gross. throw the Raphael one around a lot. That's true, in that bathtub. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway, it's a it's a fun little song. I like the song. It's catchy. It's repetitive it's, as hell. It is. But hey, listen, it was early 90s dance hit. I mean, that was kind of the thing, right? Um lot of crate amplifiers. Oh yeah. Boxes for crate amps. Crate not the world's greatest guitar amplifier company, but I mean, you know, I guess if you're going to buy 30 amplifiers. But they make functioning amplifiers, so This is mostly true. They do make functioning amplifier so as we mosey on through the minute danny takes his uh foot clan 
bandana and he drops it on the ground and which I was so disrespectful. It was a weird way to drop something because it always looked to me like he closed his hand around it and then turned his hand over and then the bandana fell through his already closed hand and I'm like, wait, how'd he do that magic trick? (laughs) And I think I think for a long time when I was young, I also thought that the emblem on the headband, like he managed to hang on to while the headband fell. Like I thought that's why his hand was closed because he was holding the actual uh, Japanese script like it was a little while patch. the headband fell like it was a patch or a pin weird <laughs> yeah I don't know why I thought that but I did and then we get a super cool like jump scare with Shredder's voice that makes what Shredder so doing? mad oh they, the, his vocal modulation is so good like the, the effects they what put on are his you voice doing and he's, he's so quite creepy. felt I mean he's a skinny dude that he's not yeah. a bulky gentleman is he it, mm, yeah, it could I just mean, be like, his like, super baggy, spangly clothes, but he looks really yeah. The, the bag, it's the baggy, spangly clothes, and like in this first shot when he's like confronting Danny, it's not so noticeable. It's not so bad, and like in close-ups, I think he looks awesome. Like all the individual pieces of the armor are so cool. Like yeah. when the claws are up by his face, when you see the claws on the shoulder, the helmet itself, all of those things are awesome. But then when you get a shot of him at a distance, like where he's talking to Tatsu in just a couple seconds. And it's sort of like you can see more of his body or like his whole body. And it, it he just looks like he looks like a little kid or like a freshman who's trying out for the football team and is putting on like the padding and it just it sucks. And he just looks like a little kid wearing the pads. Like the pads like I get that they need to build them up to put the blades on his shoulders, but the rest of him is is just kind of like under it, like a little bean pole. And like, I get that he's, he's probably, he's a built guy. He's fit. He's able to do the choreography, but the way the outfit just kind of hangs on him makes him look like a, a scarecrow. Mm. Well, he, just, he likes to be comfortable. Although I, I always kind of thought his shirt, like his little top he's got going on here, um, looked like it would be itchy. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's, yeah, like it looks the like burlap, right? Yeah, it looks kind of scratchy, but it also... It's like spangly burlap. It kind of looks like an like, 80s mom sweater, in a way. <laughs> or, you know, another thing it kind of looks like, if you took the blades and the helmet away and just kind of, like, had that shirt and those pants, he looks like a, like a first or second season Star Trek The Next Generation alien. You know, one of the ones oh. where they don't bother to put any makeup effect on them. Yeah, they just, they're humans, but with funny clothes, like the ones yeah. who always had to run on their planet everywhere and they were basically yeah, naked. yeah. <laughs> I guess that wouldn't be a good example because there were not a lot of clothes in that episode. But yeah, that, um, that's <laughs> Wesley. I would Wesley. be really intrigued to know what they made all of the like the helmet and shoulder pad pieces out of because they almost look like wicker. Like it's like a weaved. I don't know if it's well, metal or. I didn't. When you look I was, closely. It's like in the helmet. Yeah, it's like there's but, there's sort of a wicker to it. Like underneath the, the metal, like the the metal pieces. Yeah, it, but I it's didn't the see them on the shoulder. shoulder pads too. Is it? Let's yeah, if you I, go I, I think it's just a textured, like sculpted helmet. Maybe. Mm. I mean, at forty-two seconds into the minute, you can see it pretty clearly. Um. But uh, yeah, so I like the look of this shredder. I I think I've said it before. I think this shredder is, I think, a really good mix of like what I would imagine a cult leader slash ninja overlord huh. look like like to me the one in the cartoon was like silly like he had a cape and like uh you know basically wore a kilt almost or huh. like the long loin flappy thing um and the one in the 2003 cartoon looked pretty good but also a little too like ripped and menacing the nickelodeon one is a little 
intense. Um, and the Michael Bay one is just awful. Yeah, he's I, just I, knives. I he's just like a thousand and knives. This Shredder <laughs> helmet, by the way, I love the helmet. I oh, think this is yeah, the best Shredder helmet. helmet that we've seen. And and all the blades are cool. I like I yeah. love I like the shoulder blades. I like the you know his one his his gauntlets. You know the, his left hand and then his both forearms. Like all those blades are excellent. Yes. Well, his helmet, like, uh, I couldn't imagine a better one if I tried as hard as I could. Like, it's like, all right, what's the perfect Shredder helmet? This image would always pop up. Like, I, co- well, I couldn't it, do it better than that. I feel like they get it wrong so many times. Like, there's something about, like, if you think of the last Michael Bay movie, the second one, um, that Shredder helmet was very bizarre. Was hoping. Like, it was like it, it, a weird full face mask thing. Like, it didn't look like the Shredder is supposed to look, and it was too small. And then there's like the one from the music tour that the turtles did, like the coming out of their shells tour, which looked nothing like the shredder at all. Again, it looked like a weird star Trek original series, bad guy. Um, but this is, this one just gets it right. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, brings us to the end of the minute. I, I don't have a lot else on this one. And we've, uh, We've certainly done our due, gil- due diligence in this minute. Mm-hmm. Menacing face claw. Yeah. Danny is a terrible liar. Yeah, and he's about to get his uh, his. It's his hard to lie out. when your eyes are that big. <laughs> it's kind of well, th- no wonder think, he's not playing poker with the other kids. You think with like, how much he cuts class and how much he's got, how many times he's gotten in trouble, he'd be good at lying. Like his his face, like just his sort of shocked, like gormless uh, expression, <laughs> where his eyes are just like wide and his pupils are blowing up. Someone should like edit this kid into like a, a, a like a dare to say no to drugs campaign, like like one of those ads, like just his face going like. What, what There's is enough close ups to use here. What is what is that movie for, with from like ninety nine or two thousand with Jennifer Connelly oh, and. Uh, um, like, uh, like what dreams dream. make come. Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. dream. Oh, he looks like he should movie. be in that instead. Oh, oh. I hated that movie so much. That's a movie you only need to see once. I think that's yeah, a movie yeah. you're only supposed to see once. Yeah, yeah I'd rather see it zero times. Like I, I wish I could give it back. <laughs> we have. A you wish friend. you could unsee it. We have a friend who had this habit of forcing people to watch that movie. Yeah. Is he like oh. one of the guys who's like, oh my god, this that's is the assault. best movie you've ever seen? And then he would also watch what's the other one? The by is it, oh that is it Chris? It's not Christopher Nolan, right? No. Who the heck was the guy that directed those movies? Aaron, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Yeah, that that's right. Well, I have, so, was I have there a, one called Quills or something? Oh, that movie's messed up. I have a weird association with Requiem for a Dream, though. I had to watch it in a class in film school that started at eight a.m. Mm, and I once—that's a good time to watch that. Yeah, right. And I, I once—I showed up to that class like 10 minutes late hungover and like uh-huh. had to feel oh. around in the dark for a place to sit. I sit down, I look up at the screen and I was like, Oh good. Requiem for a dream. This is going to be an awesome morning. Sobering up to Requiem for a dream. High was the other Aronofsky film that people used to go crazy about in the early two thousands. Mm. I liked the wrestler. Yeah. The wrestler was great. Yeah. Wrestler's great. I liked oh, Black good. Swan. Yeah, that is I also never saw excellent. That one. I, wasn't he supposed to direct one of the Wolverine movies for for a bit, and then he? Got, I think like, he was going to do Old Man <sighs> Logan, and then it didn't happen. I, I remember saying a Darren Aronofsky Wolverine. That's he was going to do Batman, say. I believe. There was talk of him doing a Batman movie before Chris Nolan got it. But like Wolverine's Crazy. just cutting himself. It's like, do I even feel <laughs> anything Christ. anymore, man? <laughs> I'm right. in a Darren well, Aronofsky anyway. movie now. <laughs> 
Uh, let's 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 wind this down. I'm good. You guys good? Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm good. All right. Everyone should head over to uh, 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 I don't know. Pick one. Patreon. You should go to our Patreon at duelinggenre.com/support and uh, help us out by uh, contributing a monthly sum. Yeah, patronize us to some some cool stuff over there from all the other dueling genre podcasts, and there are a lot of them. Uh, so go on over, help us out, keep us running, and keep more shows coming. Give In us the meantime, your we money. will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. So long, folks. Mm, cowamonga. Mm.